letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. I'm Mark Fry, and this is the All Local for Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. Minnetonka residents are speaking out about crime following the city's first carjacking of the year. New job numbers are out for Minnesota, and Minnesota's out with a new multi-million dollar cybersecurity plan. Today's top story, the Hennepin County Attorney's Office is now reviewing the Minnesota BCA's investigation into the fatal shooting of Ricky Cobb II by a Minnesota State Patrol trooper. Every time Ricky Cobb is heard here on police body camera video on the night of July 31st, moments before being shot and killed by a state trooper. Authorities said that Cobb had a felony warrant out of Ramsey County and attempted to detain him when he fled. A trooper then shot Cobb and he died from his injuries. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty stated that there are state patrol employees who have refused to cooperate in the investigation and while they themselves are not the subject of the investigation, officials believe that they may have relevant information. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. It's now up to Moriarty's office to decide whether charges will be filed against the officers involved in the case. Residents in Minnetonka were out in force last night urging their elected officials to do something to cut down on crime in the West Metro community. I want to know what we can do to invoke change. Like, how can we change this? Craig Beeson making his plea last night during a Minnetonka City Council meeting in front of a jam-packed audience. It was last month when Beeson's wife was assaulted during a carjacking that happened in their home's driveway. Records show this was the first carjacking in Minnetonka this year, with fewer than five carjackings reported in the last three years. Minnetonka Mayor Brad Wearsome says the numbers may appear small, but the problem is big. When your next-door neighbor's car is stolen, do you feel more safe in your neighborhood or less safe? And as a mayor, I feel my, the number one job I have is to ensure that my residents feel safe. Wearsome says among the programs needed to stop crime before it happens are those that can help kids turn their lives in the right direction. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. It's unclear how a 21-year-old man in custody at the Hennepin County Jail died Monday. In a press release, the sheriff's office says the man suffered a medical incident as the nursing staff tended to him inside the jail's medical room. He later died at HCMC. The Hennepin County Medical Examiner's Office is expected to release more details. Minnesota's unemployment rate ticked up one-tenth of a point to 3.1% for the month of August. The report from the State Department of Employment and Economic Development also shows Minnesota gained 4,400 jobs from July to August. That's a 0.1% increase equal to the nationwide trend. Deed Commissioner Matt Verilek says with more people joining the workforce, the job growth is great news for employers that continue to look for workers that they need. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Dakota County Commissioners met Tuesday to decide on whether to apply for a $10 million grant from the Minnesota Department of Human Services to convert an Egan Hotel into a permanent homeless shelter. Some commissioners have said there's a need for the facility. Proponents say the shelter would take a holistic approach. That provides on-site support services 24-7, 365. That is focused on safety and security for the folks that need to access the program and the broader community, recognizing that no shelter can succeed if it's not a success for the broader community as well. Some residents are concerned that the location would bring crime to nearby neighborhoods. The project's entire cost is estimated at $24 million. Isani County authorities are investigating a house explosion and fire that injured a woman. 
It happened in Wyanette Township around 920 Monday morning. When crews got there, they found a woman in the front yard. She'd been badly burned and was airlifted to a hospital. Chief Deputy John Gilquist says people reported seeing smoke for miles. As of right now, we do not know what caused the explosion or the fire. And, and like I said, we're still investigating the residents right now with the state fire marshal's office. No word on the condition of that woman. Minnesota hockey fans are mourning the loss of one of the all-time greats. Family members confirmed yesterday that Henry Boucher died at the age of 72. He burst onto the scene in 1969 when he led War Road High School to the state hockey tournament championship game. He was a member of the U.S. hockey team that won the silver medal at the 1972 Olympics and played one season for the North Stars before an eye injury cut his career short. Boucher was Ojibwe and was a lifelong activist for Native American causes. A new $23.5 million whole-of-state cybersecurity plan launched last week by Minnesota IT Services looks to strengthen local government cyber defenses. Tarek Tomes is Minnesota's chief information officer and says with all the data breaches as of late, Minnesotans as a whole should treat their online information as sensitive as possible. And make sure that you invest in learning about the tools and capabilities Really basic cyber hygiene practices, you know, like changing your password, multi-factor authentication, knowing where your data lives, goes a long way towards protecting yourself. The funding and plan announced last week increases information sharing among local governments and reporting of cyber incidents to Minnesota IT services. Thanks for listening to the WCCO All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.